Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll say good evening to Young Tef. What's going on, my bro? What's going on, brother? Overdue, bro. Overdue. Long time coming, man. You know what? I was gonna, do you know when I was on my way here, I said the first thing I'm just going to say is like, bro, like, don't like the word underrated, yeah. Yeah. But I know you know that. Turn straight into it. With yeah, that. yeah, bro. Like, what is it like? Why don't? Why haven't you? Why aren't you getting your accolades, bro? What's what? What'd you put it down to? <sighs> Do you know what it is? Yeah, I don't like the word underrated either. Yeah, as much as people like say it and that, because to me it's like. If so many people say underrated, then how is it underrated? But I get it because there's a whole majority of people who don't know, so they can't rate what they don't know because that's not what's brought to their attention. You know what I mean? So I would say like, um, it's more like marketing. I say it's everything outside of the talent, put it that way. And with me, yeah, and something that like, which was probably like detrimental to my career is that I always thought, you know what, the best music and the best talent will always prevail. And that's, that hasn't been the case in our scene, probably never. Yeah, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of an old school mentality, isn't it? Like? It's proper old school, but I'm from the old school, and that's where I'm from, do you get it? So it's like, I hear it, but I can't really subscribe to it because it's like, majority, like the vast majority of people that do listen to my music rate it highly. Like, man's cult following is different to like, because you, you get a rapper that comes along and he might be the biggest rapper in the country, but that lasts for a year, two years. And then his fan base are on to the next biggest rapper. My fan base ain't like that. I was gonna say, bro, because you remember when you were on the thing with uh, a link up, and I sp- when I saw you the last time, I spoke to you about it. Yeah. When you talked about it, when you when you put yourself in that category, yeah. I think some of the audience were thinking like, "What?" Am I cr- yeah, like, is he mad? Like, what's he doing? The top five lyricists yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. But I stand on it though. When you see that kind of like, let's say, ignorant feedback yeah. here, yeah. Well, what did you put that down to then? Well, they just ain't taking it in. Do you know what's funny about that? Because I received so much backlash from that, not just from fans, like I had other rappers like, hitting man up like, bro, Death, what? So you what, you don't rate my thing? Or, like, I swear down. Like, even wretched me, not like on that tip, wretched me like, we gotta get back in the booth, sort of thing, like, like, on a competitive one, do you get me? But there was, ne- there was all certain men that all fell out with over it, like rappers and that. But I'm saying, bro, I should believe I am. Do you know what I mean? And then since then, it's like, I've had fans come like, oh, okay, now. Oh, this is why you said you're top. Oh, you was- now it's, it seems like you said it. I don't think they did the back research. Yeah. And then they, now they're hearing you thinking, wait, hold on. 
we yeah. didn't really take this in. And what you have to remember is, yeah, like with like me and when I came into the game, a lot of my fans have grown. Yeah. So like I've got fans that probably started listening to me when I was in school. And now they're like married with kids and a job. And they update me on these things as well. Could be like, Tef, I started listening to you when I was in year nine. Now I work for this. I just had my second son. But, and I'm like, rah, you actually grown with man. Because I was a kid when I started, and now I'm a grown man. But you've done the same with me. But a lot of the people that you see that represent the UK fan base online, they're kids. Yeah, there's, a, there's more of them now, and they're louder, innit? They're kids. So it's like, to them, Dave is the best rapper in the country. Um, Stormzy's the king of grime. They don't know about the other people that came before them. But that's, for them, that, that's enough because it makes sense to them. And I get it. I'm not mad at that. But do you not feel in a way it's almost like, it raises some of like, I won't say the history. but It like, does, it does. Yeah, people it raises the history. Skinny Man Castle, State of Mind. It does, it does. Rodney P, all those things there. It's like, just rubbing man out. Because I, I remember one time, I must have said, yeah, I must have said that, um, for man, Giggs was the first gangster rapper. Like, Giggs is, like the birth of UK gangster rap. And a lot of men took it the wrong way. They was like, oh, what about Rodney P and Black Twang and Skinny Man? And I was like, yeah, I get it. It wasn't gangster rap. It didn't make niggas like me feel like man could come outside. Because when, 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 when man started rapping, I didn't swear. I didn't say nigga. I thought if you do these things, you're not going to. So when gigs came out, Talk about what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, three Mac 10s, man, spent up to nine. I'm saying, I'm losing my mind. I'm saying, it's raw, so we can rap like this. And he's on radio and he's on t I'm saying, nah, I'm rapping how I want to rap. Man, ain't censoring shit. Because he did it and kicked the door down for niggas like man to come through and then be unapologetic with it. Because it's street shit at the end of the day. Do you get it? You know what it is, bro? I think, I think when, like, Kind of time when you started, bro. It really was the mixtape game, innit? Like, cause even when I when I listen when I listen to everyone says mixtape, but when I listen to your, especially your first three projects, it feels real mixtape. It's a proper mixtape era. Cause what you have to remember is, alright, cool. The UK aside, I grew up on Fifty Cent, Styles P. Styles P is my that's the, uh, the reason I started rapping was because of Nas. Yeah, I could, that's what I said. Yeah, I could, I could feel the Nas. Isn't it? Because of Nas, that's the reason I started rapping. And then, Dizzy, because basically what happened was, Nas is the reason I started rapping because I grew up in the house where I got, I got like six older brothers, two older sisters, so it's like, I was always hearing hip hop and R&B from when I was a youth. I was literally born on that. So I knew, I knew the lyrics to songs beginning to end. I didn't know what they were talking about. Tupac, all of that. I just knew but I didn't know what they were saying. So only when I grew up, like, oh shit, that's what my mom was talking about. This is nuts. And it became even better to man. So it's like, Nas made man want to rap, but back then, rap wasn't cool to do over here. And if you did rap, you had an American accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was getting ribbed in school and college that like, yeah. It was dead. Do you know what I mean? So then, what was the next best thing? Graham. Yeah. And that's. That was your entry point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People started hurting me. First they heard me on Graham, but what I'm saying is, I was writing rap lyrics before that, but I weren't cool to rap, so I didn't rap to no one. Do you understand? So when that era you're talking about, the mixtape era, well, I call it the DVD era, right, yeah. because it's before YouTube, and you had to be 
either someone or very good to be on the DVD. It's not just anyone that can get on the DVD. Do you get it? So it was very competitive. And it was like, no, nah, this is what I want to do. Can't think, bro. At that point, it was just literally, it had to be, you had to be who you were in it. Like, it was, there was no like, okay, cool. It's, it's, it's like, like, I remember like, I used to love Crazy Titch. Because mm -hmm. when I did my research, things were tallying up, bro. Titch was a bad boy. Titch, is, I would hear the story. Yeah. Proper, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could see how everyone else kind of like in that era, that point, how they kind of like... How they moved when he was around. Yeah, it's yeah. a different aura when he comes around. Different you get aura, bro. Whereas now a man could be on Instagram and just say something through his phone and be like, right, he, he Yeah, said that's mad. You can just become, you can become a digital killer now. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, I think it was a different training. It was different training. You had to go out and shoot, you had to go out and shoot. And we have to remember with that as well, yeah? With that grime scene and that, yeah? It's not like we're going to studio making tracks in the comfort of your studio release. Bro, we're going in a room smaller than this with 20 men that all want the mic. And there's little me trying to get the mic and there's bare big niggas around and it's, it's mad testosterone in the room. Do you get it? That's a jungle, bro. Like, that was men's training camp. What was the first? Do you remember the first set you did? I must have been in school. Because obviously the estate I grew up on, Summerlayton in Brixton, um, Solo from NAA, that was like my best friend's big brother. So I used to go to his house when he, he used to have decks and that. So I used to go to his house when he was doing his little thing, practicing that. I used to think, oh, I wish I could just go with him one day. Do you know what I mean? One day he hit me as a school night, I remember. And then he's like, yeah, man's taking you radio. I was like, what? But he knew you was rap. I mean, doing rap. He, nah, this is, this is what I'm saying. He didn't know that I had bars until there was a barbecue on the ends one summer, yeah? And everyone was just like, there was Dex, same thing, the mic. I said, right, let me get the mic, man. I was like, what are you talking Jimmy, move, move. I didn't even have a name at the time, so you get me? He's like, move, man. Grabbed the mic, I did like an eight bar. Mad, from then, mad. That was it. That was it. He knew, he knew. That, yeah, that was it, he knew. Nigga, everyone just knew. Do you know what I mean? And then one time he took me radio, I think, like, it was nasty, L-Man. L-Man used to be hard, bro. One, bro. You get me? Sick. And this is on Grime. So it's like, yeah. It must have been on Top FM. I think it must have been like Oval, one of them tower blocks them times there. It was just madness, bro. Like, madness. I'm talking like, what we have to remember is, yeah? Man's going there, grabbing the mat, and you're spitting off the top of your head. Obviously, you know your bars, because man had a little lyric book and that. But it's not like going to the... You know what I'm trying to say? Man, ain't studio MCs and we're going and perfect... You're coming live all, and this is live radio as well. If you fuck up, you're done. There weren't no, like, have your phones out? Nah, none of that. Yeah. What phone? Man, I did 3210. What are you writing on there? <laughs> that's true, that's true. You get me? Green screen. It's mad. So it's like, yeah, that's where man comes from. But then it came to a point where... Obviously, like... The streets just had a just had a chokehold on man, bro. I just always wanted to do what the bad boys was doing. Like that it just enticed man too much. And it got to a point where garage weren't even cool no more. Cause it was garage back then. We didn't call it Grime yet. It was garage, you know what I mean? It just weren't cool no more. Man started seeing these DVDs, sticky business, yeah. fucking Welcome to Borough Six, fucking You know um, what's um, Streets incarcerated. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, nah, I need to be on one of these. I need, you know what I mean? And that was, that was just a goal. And then 
it became a rap thing. And then we have to remember is man's rapping on man's favorite American rappers beats. So it was hard. It was hard. Do you know what I was, I was saying? Not to like deviate too much. Like I feel like your first three projects had that. It reminded me of that straight. Like when I think about Mashdown, PDC, yeah. that the, yeah. the flow was like yeah. it, it, it was yeah. that. Because that's what it is. Mashdown, PDC, North Star. Yeah. Those were the the sets that everyone was looking up to them times that you get me? Yeah. And then that, that flow is quite, it's very deliberate, it's very, I think, I think your fourth project, that's when you kind of like... Calm like, down yeah, a bit, yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah. it was just rugged at first, bro. Yeah. It was so rough. Like, even listening back and I think, wow, my voice was mad rough, like, I sounded like, it's just <laughs> an animal, bro, do you know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where people see me and be like, bro, that's, you sound like a big man, I'm saying, bro, it's little me, bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, bro, it was crazy. Bro, like obviously that like, Brixton has always been hot, like, and I think those times there, like just for you, what was it like growing up, man? Like, like we said, we're both from the Nigerian, Nigerian heritage. Yeah. But you're so what? You're the youngest out of all your siblings. Or... And I got one little brother, but apart from that, everyone else is older than me. But um, what was like growing up in Brixton them times? Yeah. Um, it was fun as hell, man. It was so much fun, bro. Like I wish I cherished it more at the time instead of wanting to grow up so fast because I wanted to be like the older guys doing what they were doing. But Brixton, there was a time when Brixton was like, it didn't matter where he was from in Brixton because man's guy in estate, this estate might be popping today. Tomorrow that estate, we were just going estate to estate to estate. And what used to happen in Brixton a lot was a lot of shubs, like house parties. Yeah. And that's your time, like, that's the stage. So I, I was telling my brother the other day, yeah, I was like, I don't know if most might, but well, if you're from the hood, you know. See, tent man. There was a time, right, yeah? We would go to like, this is when like, um, South Links East, Teen Delight, yes, Hot Boys Meet Buff Girls, yeah, them raves yeah. were popping, Top Boy. Yeah. Do you get me? We would come back from like them raves, yeah? Come to Brixton Morley's, yeah? Like, Temp Man would be standing on the table with a can of Coke in his hand, just rapping to everyone. There's no camera phones, nothing. Everyone's just in a maze, like, raging, woo, flipped out because I went paid in full. He's like, bro, we was, it was madness. And I always say, bro, if Tim, like, kept it to the... He would have been the biggest thing. I'm telling you, bro. Charisma, he had it. Presence, he had it. Stature, he had it, bro. He meant it. He, he meant it. And he, this, this, is a, this is a 15-year-old looking like a 28-year-old man. Like, do you know what I mean? And he was about his team. He reminded me a bit, like, not that... Not surprised to Titch, but he had that... Same. He was our Watch yeah. this. Watch this. One time, yeah, we went um, carnival, yeah? This is all of us, we all went carnival, yeah? Come back from carnival. That day, there was a rave in Brixton Mass. You know Brixton Mass? Yeah, yeah. Really all the East Side lot and that came, yeah? I remember, yeah? Because they were booked, like they were on the flyer. Bro, Tentman's come, he's taking a mic off them. <laughs> he ain't giving the mic back for a good 15 to 20 Remember, it's a set, it's their set. He's just spitting every single lyric that he had in his mind, yeah? Do you know the only one that wasn't having it that got the mic back? Who? Who do you think it was? I'm telling you, there was machine in there. There was like it could have gone left. Titch was the only one. Yeah. And R.P. Escobar. I remember Escobar used to come fucking country show. You know Escobar. He used to come country show. Man used to be like, who's this? I was like, oh yes, Escobar. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You could just tell from the aura he was a bad. Because I'm gonna be real. Obviously now I know like every ends in London has got like a like that. But back then I just thought all the all the wicked man was from South. So when I'm here, bro, this, my man's from East and he's from where? Where is he? It didn't make sense to me. I'm from Brixton. 
Like, if it's going to be another battle, it's in Peckham yeah. or something. It's not... Yeah, it's not flipping Stratford or Plaster or... Obviously, we knew about Hackney and Tottenham, but I'm not thinking any other ends has got... Do you know what I mean? But that was just, that's just naive. That's how naive man was, you get me? Yeah, and it's weird, bro. When you think about like, all those... those like, bro, there's so many stories that, like, that you, like, it's infamous with, like, Brixton and just... Bro, the thing about Brixton is that summertime, Brixton's, like, like one of the best, bro. Brixton don't sleep, bro. Brixton, you see summertime in Brixton? You could be on Brixton Road at 3 a.m. It looks like 9 p.m. We used to just be outside all night on that estate in a string vest. When when do you think it started to change? Because I'm not I'm not too aware that I, that it's even for me, bro. I didn't even know how divided Brixton was. Okay, so what played a heavy part was um, when the the Muslim era came in, and it, like that sparked a lot of fear in people, and it's like it sparked a lot of fear, not just in Brixton, across the whole South London. And I remember, yeah. This is before that. This is before that. And there was certain people that died or was killed, and that kind of separated like friends, friendship groups, or there was friendship groups where this man might turn Muslim, and now he's not rolling with these men no more. And there was a lot of like confusion going on. And I'd say that's where things started going a bit left in Brixton, though. Do you know what I mean? And then you have other ends be like, nah, fucking Brixton, man. Or nah, man, ain't converting or da da da. Because man was literally. Well, certain brothers was literally on a get down, lay down thing, and that that made a lot of people feel like, nah, like man's uncomfortable. Like man would even come Brixton again. You know what I mean? I'm not from Brixton, but I remember like I think when I was just, I was hearing it, so I was like, you'll literally be told like maybe you may just be on the street and someone's gonna. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you Muslim? Oh, no, no, that's not even, that's not even it. Man will, man will, man will say to you, Salaam Alaikum. And by your response alone, man will know if they're going to rub you or not. Yeah. Like, it was tough times for certain men. It was. It was. But I remember I was young at the time. So I didn't really understand it. You know what I mean? I grew up in a um, Christian household as well. Listen, my mum was born Muslim and her side of the family is Muslim. But when she met my dad in marriage, she converted to Christianity and that. So it's like, I took Shahada when I was 19. But this thing was going on from when I was like, just leaving school days. So it was a lot of confusion, do you know what I mean? And it was like, rah, like, are you telling me that people are fearing the next group of people because of their faith? But then what I, I realised as I got older was it wasn't their faith, they were using it as, do you know what I mean? As an interrogation, because people are scared of what they don't understand, right? And when you check it, Islam is one of the peaceful, most peaceful religions. 
in the world, but it's like you get the extremists and like these times like the Taliban and these things. So the media playing a heavy hand in it. The media playing a heavy hand in it. So you just thought anyone that was Muslim, well, a black Muslim man, was just on badness. Or most of the time, some people say that he came out, he converted inside, he came out. Where when he was in, oh, it was a jail thing. Yes, because because that 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 was more from American culture. Because when you go to jail in America, you have your Muslims, your non-Muslims, your like the Span Hispanic lot, yeah. and then you had like what they would call like you know the five percenters, but that's more like a New York thing, it's like Nation of Islam, and that came over here sort of thing, and then the Bloods and the Crips came in, and that that was the end of all unity in South London. That's when it got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're from South, so you know how it was, it was, yeah. Well, and it, it, was, it, was, it was actually like a worrying time because you, you didn't want to be outside. Definitely. And if you was outside, you wanted to claim something just to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, a lot of men fell victim to. You had older brothers, so what, were your older brothers like? So the older brothers that lived in the house with me, um, one of them was more like he was on the street shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, not not so much the um, violence, but more the trapping, getting money. He was always fast from young. Do you know what I mean? Like, he used to like when we used to go to school, he would make man go Lidl's. We buy a one pound um, packet of sweets. We'll go to school, sell them for ten p each, make five pound. Do you know what I mean? I'm keeping my money that my mum gave me every day. I'm saving it. I'm making money and spending that. And buy my mum stopped buying training for me when I was in what. Probably yeah, nine, ten, and I've started buying. Tra- and you know, I love trainers, bro. I was buying Harachis and that with, with um, with coins. So me, basically, me and my brethren, what we used to do before school, we used to go around Brixton, like see the um, especially like around Brixton Rec, like the busy areas, and we used to stick the parking meters. So we'd get like a stick, like a little stick or straw, branch, something, stick it underneath the um flap where the money's meant to come down. Stick it so people's going there all day putting in the money. Come back after school, bust the stick. Ding, 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 ding. Pockets. Bro, I remember I used to bust out my school blazer, the pockets, because I had too much coins. Mom used to say, you always getting holes in How did you clock that move? I can't even remember who put mine onto that. I can't even remember. It worked. because it it's mad. I see, there's a, um, fam, bless you soul, fam. One old parking um, attendant, he still works there now. And he see, man, the other day, I was like, you don't remember me, do you? He's looking at me. He's like, you don't remember me, do you? He's looking at me like, he's like, bruv, you used to run me down every other day for licking these machines. He's like, yes, you and your little friends. Because that was a hustle. And I'm talking about, we was making like hundreds of pounds a week from just sticking the parking meters. Is that, is that, is that when the, I won't say the love of money, but like, I won't say the materialism. Because I know, bruv, when you're young, when we're young. I just wanted tracksuits and trainers. That, that, I think that was the state That's all I wanted. Or you had the flyer jacket or like. Shot jacket. Yeah. The gap anorak that turns into a pouch. Obviously, then we graduated to Averexes and the Visu jeans. But my brother and that was on that heavy, because my brother had Averex and the Visus when I'm school in school, because he was hustling. Did you get it? Yes. 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 Then remember there was peppermint on Woolworth Road, and you go get you go get like designer from there basically. Machino, Visu, Crazy Marsh, Versace, all it. Bro, they were so expensive. Averitz, what Averitz them times was like, what, three Four bills? Yeah, three, four hundred. Yeah. Or if you got, if you got the level one inside out, reversible, 
five bills and that. That was massive. Bro, I probably got Averex that wouldn't even fit me properly now. It's mad. It was mad. Well, it was your status. It was your like, state. If you had an Averex, you're the guy. But then again, that's a target on you. All oh, right, because you're a target. You can't just be anyone with an Averex. I had to wear my boy's Averex in certain places for him because he couldn't wear it. Then I give it back to him when we go home. I'm like, bro, why'd you even get it? Because he, his mum's buying it for him. I'm saying, bro, why are you doing this? Because if you lose your Averex, your mum's going to be mad at you. If I lose my Averex, I might just go rob someone. But you get it, it was different back then. So, like, yeah, man, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of copy and paste from what I saw the older guys doing, and it just stuck in, man. But it was fun times, though, like, I didn't even think about, like, just, just even, bro, like, people will say, like, like even just chirps, and you had to chirps a girl. Yeah, you, you had to chirps a girl. To, you had to take your, lip, your rejections. And but that, that's character building. Trocadero, bro. That's ca- Trocadero, bro. Bro, that's like, so what I'm trying to say, like, fam, like, oh, it's crazy, because you eat them. Bro, you can wake up in your bed, lie down your pillow, move to girl and get like four numbers in a day. Bro, to get four numbers back then, you know what I was doing? Fucking oh, hell. Carnival. Wait. What? It was a big deal. Carnival and the female carnival, bro, you know she's spoken to about ten other guys got the numbers. Of course. Who are you? Oh, it's me, man. I was wearing the shorts with the blue t- don't you remember. And she might be blagging it. It was mad then, man. It was mad. It was proper mad. So during this time, like what, so yeah, I went straight to college. I went, um, I went SFX, but I got kicked out because that's what I'm saying. I went SFX, yeah, Which and is a good it's a very good college. It's a good college. You get it because man, academically wise, I was always smart to the point where my mum chose my subjects for me, bro. Like I used to like drawing, and that my mum said you're not doing art. My brother's got to do art, and I said, Jimmy, you're not doing that. You are going to be a doctor. Alert. I'm saying, mum. She literally told, like, me and my mum used to beef go back and forth. Like, why can't I just do my brother's ditch? Like, nah, you are going to do this, da, da, da. You get me? Bruv, imagine men's in tripping music room. Some girl's phone's gone missing. Obviously, we happened to be there. We all got kicked out. Was that, what, first year? First year. They even make it to first second First semester, year. second semester. Bro, I didn't finish the year. Then I went South Thames. Now, that's a ghetto one. That's when I met. That's... That's when I met the G's them. That's when man started taking hammers oh, and that to college and that. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, I used to literally take the hammer to college, bro. Like, now it's crazy thinking about it, but back then it was normal. And it weren't just us doing it. It was other men doing it as well. So that kind of thing wasn't really at SFX. Because SFX was still kind of like on the strip. Don't get it twisted. There used to be a lot of fights and stuff in SFX and then you used, used, used to come down, rob people. That's how I met Maki. Do you know what I mean? Maki come, he used to rob people. Then he's heard that Rod is an MC because they call me young one them times. Because I used to hang around. Because I had two, two older brothers that was in the year above. I used to roll with them and their friends. So I used to always be with the old lot. So they call me young one. So he's come to clash me. I'm thinking, is this, you come, this, I'm, get me, I'm popular, I've got my little minions, I come to the gate with like 20 men. He's there on his butt, he clashed me, I was like, nah, this shit, is, he's, I like that man, he's got a heart. Since then we just became friends, it was crazy. And um, then yeah, but when I went to South Thames, bro, whole different, whole different experience, bro. And I started meeting up with just wild dudes, bro. Wait, where's South, was that, was that more Battersea, was it South, where was South Thames, was it Wandsworth? Wandsworth. Wandsworth, yeah. Because <coughs> I went to the Putney one first and then I transferred to um, Wandsworth, yeah. yeah. But by then it was too late, man. I was, 
I was knee deep, man. Was that then also like, like I remember like Junction and... A lot of Junction used to there. But them times there, everything was cool. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously it'd be little, but it wasn't like, oh, we all from... It wasn't an ends thing per se. It was more that old, a bit people... Bit, yeah, it was them, like, we didn't really... Do you know what I mean? Because I got friends in Junction until this day. But it wasn't... Back then it wasn't like that. But at this point here, like music isn't paying for nobody, bro, right? No, no one. So solid. Yeah, so solid. Was yeah, popping. Dizzy was popping. Um... Yeah, like, because even then, the PDCs and the mash towns and that, the money they had was street money, and you knew it was street money. Yeah. Because these men ain't signed, these men ain't on telly. You get me? So it's like, <coughs> man did music because it was man's hobby and man's passion. But what I was saying, bro, even at that point, like, this is like, you said 2009, but then 2011, the first project I remember. But you actually are putting out music in, the, in this period. It weren't just like. Yeah. So what happened was, I was running around just doing bullshit. Just doing bullshit. My older cousin, because Khans went to my school. Khans, the producer, went to my school. Khans is one of the older lot. So my older cousin, he's like, yeah, man's taking your studio, bro. You can't just be out there doing bullshit, bro. These times you can, you can rap, bro. What are you doing? You take me to Khans' house. That's when I met Khans a lot. I knew Khans already, because me and Khans' little brother used to, we used to rock in school. So it's like, you know what, let me try this music thing. Fam, that man had me in the house every day. Wake up in the morning. Where are you? Ah, oh, man's going to... Nah, you're not going nowhere. Come. Man's got a beat for you. I'm saying, what? The, all them beats that I swear at my first meet, I didn't even choose them. They was already made. When I come to... They was already made. It's GMT1, Call of Duty 1. Them beats was already there. I didn't even have a beat choice then. You going into the studio with Khans, yeah, and just... Like having my beat selected for me. Selected. Yeah, yeah. That's almost like the old school circuit producer. Like just man just picks the beats. Not creates the sound. More or less, because we have to remember is I've got projects that are only produced by Khans. Like beginning to end. Maybe Local might have a one or two tracks, but that's his partner as well. So you know like um that was like my just blaze or heat makers or whatever. But you uh, you said was it dipset influence? Yeah, I liked Dipset. I liked Dipset so much, but my loyalty and love for D Block wouldn't allow me to embrace Dipset how I wanted to. But then Jewels was one of my favorite rappers back then. Yeah, no, because Jewels had that, he had that swagger, bro. There was a swagger about young, him. He was a young, he was a young. The fly guy. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. could rap. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then Jewels, um, there's a story called Little Boy Fresh and Gone. And then the Styles P one, do you know the song I'm talking about? And it's got like two different parts. Two weeks past me in the rental. Nigga, I was throwing another turnpike of through Daddy's Temple. I think, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. about his young boy that, yeah. that was a fed. Yeah. That's what made me write stories like Little Nicky and that, and CJ. But I, and, I, and at that time, I was watching The, the Wire live on telly. It used to come on BBC late at night. I was watching The Wire, so I was like, nah, I need to get into this storytelling rap. Do you know what I mean? With, with this, with, okay, so look, so. The storytelling part of it, I'm trying to think. It, I didn't feel like the storytelling rap was a consistent theme in music at that point, in terms of like... In the UK or...? In the UK. No, it wasn't. In the UK. It wasn't at all. It definitely wasn't. That's what, like, for example, there's people like Early Doors, there'll be people have moments like... So like Smiler, it was, the yeah. it was like, you know, you could tell the Nas influence. Mm -hmm. Gigs had Saw. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
But I wasn't prominent at all. What was the reaction at that point when you were making those type of songs? Were people getting it? When I made Outside, I had people asking me, did that really happen? Was you? I was like, nah. But Outside is based on something from, I want to say The Wire or another show I was watching, but I added certain things from the ends as well in there. But there's other stories that I've told that are real stories from the ends. Like, real stories. Obviously, I've dramatised it to make it sound like a rap song, but, yeah. So you make these type of songs, yeah. Is your mum getting to hear any of them at all? Is it? No. Do you know what? Back then, my mum, she... She should just think it was a whole lot of noise. She would Even if I told her to listen to it, she wouldn't even have the capacity to get me. But what... What what surprised me is when I made it's funny we're talking about story songs. When I made Melissa, which is the song about the girl that was going through domestic violence that ended up um, shooting her boyfriend, my mum that was my mum's favourite song. She used to sing it. Melissa used to love Tom. She loved the song. I was like, it's fine, Tom. I didn't even show it to her. I think my little brother or something must have showed it to her. And then my time, yeah, it was nuts. You see that? It sounds weird, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, stories like Melissa, it, it's almost like, a, it's, in the last couple of years, everyone's done, I won't say like a, a version of it, mm-hmm. but it's Brenda's Got a Baby. Yeah, it is Brenda's Got a Baby. That's my Brenda's Got a Baby, 100%. Mm-hmm. I thought the newer versions of some artists, Brenda's Got a Baby, is very, um, it's quite basic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the times we're in, if things are just, if it's just the artist, if the artist, maybe just the artist's capacity. I feel like music in general has got more basic. People have dumbed it down to suit the audience. I feel like the audience has got more basic and they demand less. So this, this, and this one, I'll ask for your, your takes, bro. You put hella tracks in your projects. Yeah. Like your, your, dis, but your discography, as they say, yeah. it's, bro, it's like, Hundred songs deep, if not more than that. Yeah. As an artist, how do you go to the world all the time to to keep writing, bro? Because you're not a minimalist. No, I'm far from a minimalist. What's the opposite of a minimalist? I need to find that. I'm gonna Google that later. My thing is having a variety to choose from. That's like in everything, clothes, trainers, women out of time, not anymore. Um, just having variety to choose from. So like when I go, when I, so the way I used to make my projects was, I will have the title of the project before I make the project. So when I made GMT, I knew I wanted a grown feel to it. Gangsters and the glamorous, all of that stuff. When I made Call of Duty, I was literally going to Kanz's grand's house every day and me and flipping scribs from six seven we used just playing call of duty every day sometimes i'm not even going there to record i just want to play call of duty so then one day i was it was mixtape mode now i need to make mixtape mode i'm thinking rob what man needs to make a mix like what should i call it and my man's going bros call of duty bro what do you mean like call of duty and we took the game artwork everything we would have got sued if we done that now <laughs> So it's like, when I'm in that mode and I know the title, I just over-create. But your titles are always kind of like competitive, like, 
I like the title. Yeah, because I'm, I just, I wouldn't say I'm an overthinker, but um, I like to put a lot of thought process into my music, especially title and, and song titles as well. Yeah. I enjoy naming songs. It's hard, but I enjoy because, bro, I'm thinking you got so many, bro, I'm thinking you got so many titles, bro. So many titles. So many titles. I'm like, so many titles. It's almost like you're like, before you hear it, you're looking like, ah, that's, that looks interesting. Yeah, even Broken Safety. Yeah. Broken Safety is from Nas. You know Nas Rewind? Yeah. Not Rewind, sorry. Rewind's another story. Um, gave you power. He's speaking from the pers- perspective of a gun. He's the gun. Yeah, that's where I got Broken Safety concept for. But even that, Broken Safety, like, hold me safely. I got Broken Safety. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm off the edge. I'm not stable. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just thought that title was sick. Do you know what I mean? You know, you said like we like kind of moving a bit forward. You said there's a difference in like, let's say, the capacity of understanding of the music, yeah. yeah. But like I was saying to you, like, like during those times, the first three products, in particular, were you getting your props? Or were you being overlooked because your music still wasn't within the climate, though? Do you know what it was? I didn't know. You have to remember, I'm a teenager. I don't leave Brixton. I don't. I might go a couple other ends. I don't leave South London. West End's probably the furthest I go. I don't know how big I am. Till one day, me and a couple of my boys using Selfridges, yeah? Must have been about, say three, four of us, yeah? And I remember we was about to leave, yeah? And it must have been like 10, 15 youths. Like, behind us, like, oi, 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 oi. I'm looking at my bridge and like, oh, I'm just literally, what are you still gonna see, man, and be, oh yeah, man, you don't know, you don't know me, where you know me from? Like, be turning around, you used to come and toss that. Yo, my man, innit? I'm like, what? What's I'm still thinking it's beef. Yeah, because you get asked you what that is, you really think it's You get me, but by then, I had a mixtape with my face on it. He's like, raw, da da da, said my name, innit? I was like, yeah, I found me all sick, that I'm saying, what? Where you not from? They must have been from West London or something. Saying, what? How the hell you know? Even then, when I'm doing mixtapes, you have to remember, there's no streaming sites, no Amazon, there's no Apple, there's no Spotify. I'm literally going out in a backpack, giving out my CD to the men then. I might sell it, but my thing was always, if I leave my house with 100 CDs and I give them all out for free, it's better than me coming back with 50 CDs because I don't need to hear myself. I made it. This is for everyone else to hear. So that day, when them youths come and did that, I said, rah, to my bro, I said, fam, this thing's mad, you know? Bro, if I didn't do music, I probably wouldn't even have social media like that. But tell me why you decided, why, why you wanted to put your face at all? Because I wanted to be that guy, I wanted to be like Dizzy. See, so you wanted to be like that? I wanted to be like Gigs. Yeah. yeah. What comes with it then when you start? So you start getting more paranoid? Paranoia, I was literally took the words out of my mouth, paranoia, because... You, and, 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 and remember, yeah, man's young, man's ignorant, man not know life, man not know nothing. Now, I even tweeted the other day, I, now I try to see youths, black youths, and say, well, go on, I'll nod my head at them. Because I don't want to stare you down, I don't want you to stare me down. Because you could walk, you could go about your day, see 50 white men, not even notice they're there. Once you see a black man, You're looking him head to toe. Why? 
I'm asking you though, why do you think man does that? Bro, it's just, bro, that's, that's what we see as a perceived threat level, bro. It's threatening it. Your, 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 your guard's up now, isn't it? But you see, once I say, well, go on, man will be like, oh, well, go on, Tess. It's like, you, see, you weren't going to say that. It's sad though, bro, because it's so deep it's rooted, proper, isn't it? Bruv, it's, 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 but, but this, bruv, it's a learned behaviour. Yeah, that's true. We've learned that behaviour, bro. Do you know where we've learned it from? Being on the back of the bus. Who's that? Staring man down out the window. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruv, a lot of beef starts from man just, man's eyes. He's looking too long, innit? I'm not looking away, like... I don't know you from nowhere to not like you, but I don't like the way you've looked at me now, so now I've got an issue with you. You looking at? Are you right, blood? Nah, it's war. Oh, stepping on a shoe in a club, bro. And bro, listen, you go to a club, a white man will step on your shoe or spill a drink on you. Oh, come and buy a drink, mate. Bro, a black man might stab you or shoot you for stepping on your shoe. Yeah, so hyper masculine, I don't know what to call it, bro. That's bro, it's bro, when you break it, it's crazy. Half of the beefs that man's laying in the dirt for now or sitting in prison for. It's over nothing, bro. It's over nothing. It's not real, bro. Most men that have caught bodies, they'll be in jail like, bro, I wish it wasn't even worth it, bro. It wasn't worth it. Have you have you have you ever have you ever gone to jail before? Yeah, I went to jail. I got I had, I had a little I done a little few months. You know what I mean? What was that experience like? Was it Big Man Joe or was it? Yeah, and no, I went Big Man Joe. I went. I only went Joe three, four years ago. Um, yeah, when I went Joe, I was like, blood. So that's you, you're te- you're I was already who I was by the time, bro. I, I'm, bro, I'm the most famous person in Joe when I've gone there. The screws know me. From I've landed, man, like, bro, what are you doing in there? I was just listening to your tech. Was it embarrassing? It was embarrassing. I'm not. I'm not trying to tell no one who I am. If you know, you know. But I'm not. Bro, I got screws busting my door in the morning. Oh, he's on the radio last night. I'm like, bro, allow it, man. Don't tell me. I don't want to know, bro. Cause I feel like a waste man being there. I feel like a waste man being there, bro. Do you get it? But I don't say. I don't think that like, it's mad because like a young boy said to me one time. He's like, Tef. Like I remember I was speaking to him. He was in jail at the time. He's like, Tef. Like I remember just. I remember wanting to come jail, thinking it was cool, cause all the men there was there. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like, Joe just sounded cool, but I found it's a waste, man, thing. I said, bruv, you wanted to go Joe? He's like, yeah, it sounded like a youth club. Because at one point, someone in the blocks, everyone's going to end up going there. But for me, it was a reality check, like, this is who you are, and this is where you're not meant to be. And I remember, yeah, I, it was a Sunday, yeah, I was listening to the radio, and um, Ian Wright, Ian Wright, came on, it was Black History Month. Like, I went to around this time. I was in jail for my birthday, bro. I didn't even tell no one it was my birthday. I didn't celebrate nothing, I, just, I was just pissed off. But um, I remember Ian Wright came on the radio and he was telling his story of before he went football. And I didn't know he went to jail. See, Ian Wright went to jail. He used to steal cars and that. He went to jail. He started professional at 23, he started kind of late. Yeah, so he went to jail and that, yeah. And obviously he follows me on that online and that, so I must have hit him. I was like, yeah, Unks, man, I was just listening to you on the radio, like, that was mad inspiring, I didn't even know your story was like that, da, da, da. I'm in flipping Thameside right now. He's like, what? See the, see the talking he gave me that day, yeah? He's like, bruv, you bruv, do you know who you are? You're in jail, like, you in jail, are you mad? Do you know your purpose, like, do you know what you represent? And you're just sitting in jail. 
Like, see that talk that he gave me, yeah? I said, bro, I, can't, I can never come back here, bro. I can never, I can actually never come back here, bro. Like, it was, I almost cried, bro. Like, that's how, like, because, obviously, I know who I am. I know myself. But I don't know what I mean to other people. Yeah. And that's, that's like a hero to man. I'm a Man United supporter, thick through and through. But Ian Wright is still one of my idols. You get me? And what he said to man, I'd say the message, bro. I showed him that. I was like, bruv, nah, it's true. And then one day, I remember I was, um, I was chilling. I was in my cell with my, um, obviously I was in my celly, yeah? It was a Friday night, yeah? But I didn't like listening to the radio because I don't want to hear other rappers because that reminds me of what I'm missing. So I was like, well, bruv, turn it off. I was a Kenny All-Star, innit? I was like, bruv, loud, da, da, da. Bro, my tune came on, bruv. I was like, but man, I'm banging. I tap, tap, yawn, yawn, yawn. I'm saying, oh, fuck, fam. Man's really in jail. See, when I come home, blood, I said, nah. But ain't it mad, bro, that like, you had to be almost at your lowest point? That was, that was my lowest point. 100%. Yeah, because I didn't know what I'm, I didn't know my worth. 100% I didn't know my worth. But my price when I was in jail isn't the price I got when I came out of jail. My price was different, bro. How did your mom react when you when you inside? Bro, do you know what it was? Yeah, my mum didn't know I was going to jail because I was on bail. What I went to jail for, I had done a few times, but the last time they was like, "Nah, you got to catch with one of these again, you're done." Do you know what I mean? And I, even the judge, the judge said, "Bruv, like, you're a rapper, you work with kids, you do charity football matches, and you're rolling with this in your car." She said, "I have to send you to jail." She said, "I have to." She said, "I don't even want to, but I have to." Yeah, because it, it was contradictory, you get me? So I was like, all right, cool. I was going to go to jail. I was like, cool, it's whatever, bruv. You see that phone call that I had to tell my mum, yeah, mum, I'm here, da, da, da. That broke, man. Even though I know I weren't going for long, but it's like, I can do the how many, how long I've got to be there, yeah? But it's like my mum's in jail with me every day now because that woman's going to stress. Anxiety, you know what that's for? The mother's... Bro. My mum's high blood, all of that. You know African mums? I used to tell my mum, listen, I can't call you every day. Not that, I had money on my phone every day. I said, mum, I can't call you every day because when I, when I, every time I talk to you, that's when I want to cry. I don't care about anything else out there. I had a girl at the time, I told her, listen, it's cool, do your thing, I'm calm. If I come out and it's that, it's that. I used to phone my mum Sundays only. When she comes back from church, yeah, mum's going to phone me. I mean, one day I didn't phone her or whatever. I can't remember what happened, I think. Something happened, happened to Joe anyway, I couldn't phone her or whatever. I thought to her the next day, she's like, man, she's like, Jim, I didn't sleep. I thought, I didn't know what happened to you. I thought, she's like, I don't, I don't even know if she's dead. That's when I said, nah, because it's not you, you, it's not just you riding that jail, bro. It's everyone that loves you. You get it? I didn't want no visits. I didn't want no one. And, 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 and one thing I read about my mum, yeah, I remember when I, was, when I was young, like before I even got arrested, she said, listen, I've got five brothers, yeah? And I've got three sons, yeah? And I've never, ever gone to see them in no police station, no jail, and I'm not going to do the same for you. She's like, if you get arrested, you call your dad. I'm not coming. I'm, I've never called her. When I was in jail, she didn't visit nothing. Because she told me that this is you, what you're getting yourself into. You're, this is you. You deal with that. You get me? Because she told me, yeah. Because she, you know what I mean? She did the what she needed to do, you know what I mean? And she raised me right. So anything I did from there was me.
bro, it's deep, bro, bro. Man comes from like, let me tell you how deep it is, bro. See, my man, like, obviously not even to get into it too deep, but fam, man knows like situations, yeah, where a man's got killed, yeah, and only certain men might know who the killer was, yeah, but because that killer is so close to that person that they killed, bro, the killer will end up going to the funeral. Because they have to. Because of their absent, it's going to raise the alarm. Do you know how mad that is? Bro, man's been at funerals where people have got killed at the funeral, bro. The funeral's not even safe. Man getting put in the ground and gunshots is going on at the cemetery, bro. That's where man come from, bro. That's the jungle, bro. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.